haven't met before, my name's Jetty, and there are two things I love in this world. Number one, dogs, duh. Number two, Christmas. I've loved Christmas since I was a kid. I love decorating Christmas cookies. I love decorating the house, singing Christmas carols, all of it. But the big debate is, when is it acceptable to start singing Christmas music or playing it on the radio? Day after Halloween, that's a little crazy. Day after Thanksgiving, that's me. Uh, but I know everyone's listening in December, so great, Christmas. Um, why am I talking about Christmas today? Um, actually, we're in the stress series, and there is quite a bit of stress wrapped up in the Christmas story. Uh, so today, I want to look at that story with you, and I think that we will find some encouragement from the story. So if you have a Bible or your phone, uh, let's go to Luke chapter 1, and this is in the New Testament. Luke chapter 1, it says, God sent an angel named Gabriel to Mary. So first of all, Mary's like, an angel appeared. What's going on? The Lord tells Mary through the angel that she's going to give birth to a son and name him Jesus, and he will be the son of the Most High. So if you pause for a moment, if you're Mary, an angel comes to you, and you are so confused. It says here that Mary is confused and disturbed. She gets this news, and she's like, I'm a virgin. How could I be pregnant, not only just with a child, but with someone that will be named Jesus, the Son of the Most High? So sit for a moment and think, how would I be feeling if I were Mary? My whole life, I didn't think it would turn out like this. I didn't think things would work out this way. Maybe Mary was feeling those sorts of emotions. Maybe she's feeling stressed, confused, anxious. She didn't think her life would look this way. So I actually have a story like this too. Um, back in high school, I was just entering college actually, and I'll never forget, I was in the living room at my mom and dad's, and my dad told my brother and I, we need to sit down and have a chat. My dad's only done that one other time, so I knew something was up. So my dad sat us down and unfortunately gave us the hard news that my mom had an aggressive form of cancer. And I'll never forget that day. Things just seem, time seemed to stand still. So my dad tells us it's a really aggressive form of cancer. And so the next couple of years, going through chemo alongside my mom um, and unexpectedly receiving this news was so hard. And I felt a lot like Mary did. I was so confused. I was mad. I was so stressed. Um, and there's nothing like losing a parent. My whole world felt flipped upside down. And she did die from the cancer. It was so hard. And I found myself feeling like Mary did. Like, um, this isn't how I thought things would work out. This isn't how I thought life would go. So I was thinking in that season, what do I do? Um, it was just hard to have energy to do every normal day things, go to work, go to school. And I was just so broken. And I didn't know what to do or who to go to. So I want to go back to this Christmas story. I want to go back to Mary and see what she did in this time when she received this news that turned her whole world upside down. So if we go back to Luke chapter 1, in verse 39 it says, A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea. Mary didn't just walk or trot. She hurried. Humans trot, I guess. Um, she entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and said to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. So in that moment, Elizabeth was a comforting friend and cousin to Mary. Mary is confused, it said, disturbed, I bet so stressed, this young woman. And Elizabeth comforts her. She is, she is what Mary needed in that moment. So if I go back to my own story, 
I'm confused like Mary. I'm thinking this is not how I thought things would work out. Definitely not how I thought things would work out in my own life. So for me, I'll never forget in this season after my mom had died, it was so hard. And I had this friend, I call her my laundry friend. So every time I would get home from work, I would walk up the stairs to my bedroom. There were four of us girls that lived together and I was exhausted, you guys. It was one of the hardest times in my life. And to my surprise, I would look at my bed and all of my laundry is washed, dried and folded. It blew my mind that this friend did this without asking. She met this need for me and it was the biggest blessing when I didn't have the energy to ask. And every time she'd put a handwritten note and I love handwritten notes. They should not go out of style. There was this handwritten note and it said, you are loved, God loves you. And sometimes she would write some scripture on it and I still have those notes, I keep those. They're so comforting. So I needed this laundry friend, just like Mary needed Elizabeth. I could not do this myself. Whatever you guys are going through right now, it could be school looks a lot different. Um, Maybe before COVID, you were like, my grades are pretty good. Um, soccer's amazing. I have a decent group of friends. Like, life's good, right? How does it look right now? I bet it looks different. Or maybe, like, your parents have always had, like, a good relationship. You go on family trips together. You eat meals together. My parents are good. Well, actually, the last few months at night, I hear them arguing. I'm pretty worried about it. That must be hard. No matter what you're going through right now, if you're lonely, confused, disturbed, like Mary was, like I was. You're not alone. And if I think back to the scripture, Mary hurried to the hill. She hurried to Elizabeth. My friend met my need in the moment. And so I want to ask you, who do you need right now with what you're going through? Do you have the courage like Mary did to reach out and say, I, actually, I can't do this alone. This is something I've never gone through. This isn't how I thought things would work out. Friends, I really believe with my whole heart that God created us for community, for one another. And he gave Mary Elizabeth in her time of need. And he gave me my friend when I didn't even know that's what I needed. And I know that he wants to bring people to you when you need help, when you're stressed. And sometimes it will be a friend, your lifeline leader. I know all of our lifeline leaders are here to support you. Amazing humans. And sometimes when life gets a little bit more than we can handle, sometimes it's a therapist or a counselor. And that's okay. So I want to ask you as we wrap up, we've gone through this Christmas story. We've talked a little bit about mine. And I know we'll all go through hard things. I want to ask you a couple things. Who might you need right now? Whatever you're going through, we've all had a year and a half that has made everything seem scattered and confusing. Things don't look the way we thought they would. Who do you need? Do you have the courage to just say, hey, I need some help with this thing? Or maybe you're in a good season. I'm so glad for you. And you're just grateful to God for how this season is going. Who needs you right now? Who in your life, if you think a moment, could you reach out to? Write a little note or say, hey, do you want a Starbucks? I'm going anyways. Or hang out with them at the lunch table because they seem lonely. So who do you need right now? Or who needs you right now? So as we wrap up, friends, Again, I believe that God created us for one another, for community, and that's what we are here at Lifeline. Um, And so my prayer and hope is that we would look in our own lives and ask ourselves, who do I need right now and who needs me? And that we can be that for one one another. Let's pray. 
God, we just thank you so much for this community, for Lifeline, um, for all of our students, um, wherever they're at. God, we know that you're with us. And we're just so grateful for this Christmas story and that it's relevant all year long. Um, God, we're so grateful that you painted a picture for us that Mary can go to Elizabeth when she's struggling. And God, thank you for my friend who helped me when I was struggling. And I just pray that whatever the students and leaders in this room are going through, God, that you would nudge them to have the courage to ask for help. We're not meant to do this alone. And God, you are here with us and you give us one another um, to support one another. So we're just so grateful for this gift of life and for your son. Um, and we love you, Lord. We pray all these things in Jesus' name, amen.